We give our final preview of the Buccaneers and Bengals game this weekend. Then Bucks linebacker Devin White joins the show to talk about Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and a fun chance for Bucks fans everywhere. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, Deputy Editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com, flying solo on this episode. Unfortunately, my co-host David Harrison having a little bit of a power outage issue, so he will not be here for this episode. But of course, you can check out everything that he's doing over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com and follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Again, we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. The Buccaneers are as banged up as you can get, and they are going to be without some key players once again this weekend. So while the Bucks face one of, if not the toughest test that they have faced all season long, they will once again be shorthanded against the Cincinnati Bengals as they come to town. Jamel Dean, Vita Vea, Carl Nassib, and Jannard Avery are all ruled out for this one. Obviously, the biggest impacts for this team, as great as Carl Nassib played for the Bucs last week, one of the lone bright spots that this team had, the, the biggest issue is Vita Vea and Jamel Dean. Obviously, Vita Vea is crucial for this team in run defense. He is the team's leading sacker, so he is crucial on pass defense. And then, of course, you take a look at the weapons that the Cincinnati Bengals have. We're going to get to those uh, a little bit more in just a moment. But Joe Burrow with a full arsenal of weapons between Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan out of the backfield. Then you have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. No Hayden Hurst in this one, but he's got plenty of weapons out there. And when you lose your number two corner opposite of Carlton Davis, that is going to create some problems. I, I've said it numerous times. I love Zion McCollum. I think he has a very bright future. I think he hasn't even begun to tap into his potential. But right now, as a rookie, he is struggling. And when you're going up against Pro Bowl caliber receivers like T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd, it's going to be tough. There's, there's no other way to describe it. It is absolutely going to be a very tough test for Zion McCollum. I expect plenty of D. Delaney out there. Now, some promising news for the Buccaneers. I don't want to say good news because nothing is certain as of right now. But Antoine Winfield Jr., Sean Murphy Bunting, Mike Edwards, Joe Tryon Shrienka, and Tristan Wirfs are all listed as questionable. Now, Todd Bowles did say that Winfield and Edwards are trending up, but essentially are going to be game-time decisions. They're going to have to evaluate how the guys feel over the course of the next couple of days. Then they will be game-time decisions for this game. Obviously, fingers crossed that both of them can play, as I just talked about, the receiving weapons for the Cincinnati Bengals. Having your top two guys on the back end of that defense will do wonders. Not only that, but 
as David and I have talked about numerous times on this show, when he's been able to be on the field, Antoine Winfield Jr. has played at an all-pro level this season. Now, I think he's missed enough time due to injury this year that he's not going to end up with an all-pro selection. Might be a second-team all-pro, but he's just missed too much time at this point. However, it's great to have an all-pro caliber player on the field anytime you can get him. And then, of course, Mike Edwards is that perfect complement to him. We've seen Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal make some great plays over the course of the last couple of weeks. Now those guys are going to become those Swiss Army knives that David and I talked about leading up to the season. You can go out there, with, especially without Jamel Dean, you can put all four safeties on the field at the same time, and you can have a couple of them line up you know, inside the box or, or at slot corner or things like that. You can get a little bit of versatility there and really be able to, I don't want to say confuse Joe Burrow. He's not going to be confused easily, but you can start to throw a couple of different looks at him, bring pressure from unexpected spots because of the versatility of those guys. So getting Antoine Winfield Jr. and getting Mike Edwards back on the field, if they are a go, will be crucial to any chance the Buccaneers have at pulling off this upset. Now, Tristan Wirfs, last week he was listed as doubtful. This week he's listed as questionable. And you really just can't say enough about how important he is to the offense. All due respect to Josh Wells, he's not Tristan Wirfs. Literally nobody in the NFL is Tristan Wirfs. He is an all-pro player. He is the best right tackle in the game of football. So if he gets back on the field, that's going to help the running game. It's going to help the protection for Tom Brady. It's going to buy him a little bit of extra time to hopefully be able to push the ball down the field against a Bengals secondary that's kind of beat up in their own right. Now for the Bengals, they are going to be without Trey Hendrickson, who suffered a broken wrist. Then cornerbacks Mike Hilton and Jalen Davis are both looking to be out. Hilton is officially already ruled out, but Davis is doubtful. It doesn't look like he's going to play, but they're leaving the window open just in case. Now, unfortunately for Buccaneers fans, both T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, who played a, com a combined one snap against the Cleveland Browns last week, they were both full participants in practice on Friday. Looks like Joe Burrow is going to have his full complement of wide receivers against this beat-up Bucks secondary. Again, you get Winfield and Edwards back for this one. That does help out a little bit. You're still going to miss Jamel Dean in this. There's no question about it. But being able to have those two safeties out there when you're going up against a Jamar Chase and a T. Higgins and a Tyler Boyd, it, it does make things a little bit easier. Now, I wonder how effective Tyler Boyd can be. So for those that don't know, Tyler Boyd broke his finger last week against the Cleveland Browns. How effective, effective is a wide receiver going to be with a broken finger? We saw Chris Godwin do it not too long ago, but you're talking about he's taping fingers together or he's you know, just taping it up and, and hoping for the best. But you can use Tyler Boyd as a decoy at this point. If you can get one man dedicated on him and make sure that the defense has to account for him, that's going to open things up for T. Higgins, for Jamar Chase, for Joe Mixon or Samaj P. Ryan out of the backfield. Again, like I said, no Hayden Hurst in this one. He is still out with his injury. Should be returning sooner than later, but not for this game. But even if Tyler Boyd gets zero targets 
he's still going to be a factor because the defense is going to have to account for him anytime he's on the field because he will provide that threat. You may even see Joe Burrow target Tyler Boyd on the very first pass of the game. And it could be an easy one. It could be a short little three-yard out just to make sure that Tyler Boyd catches the ball, may not even have to use his hands, catch it with his body so that the defense knows, okay, he's not just a decoy. Joe Burrow's going to look his way, and then you don't have to use him again the rest of the game. That is kind of the chess match that will be going on between Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals and Todd Bowles of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Devin White is going to be joining us in just a moment with a really cool giveaway the Bucs fans will surely be interested in. And he's going to discuss this weekend's game where the Bucs are going to take on a couple of his former LSU teammates. But first... Don't make your loved ones face the dead of winter in old t-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty sweats. Help them fight cold with Cozy and give the gift of Tommy John. Shop Tommy John's Wrap It Up sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. With over 8 million pairs sold, giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. I am a big fan of Tommy John because with my job, I am constantly moving. They give me something that's not only comfortable, but something that I can rely on day in and day out. Hurry to Tommy John's wrap it up sale and get 30% off everything plus free shipping at tommyjohn.com slash locked on. Order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. 30% off and free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. TommyJohn.com slash locked on. See site for details. All right, joining me now is a Super Bowl champion, a pro bowler, a top five pick in the 2019 NFL draft, and a captain of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Devin White. Devin, thank you so much for some of your time today. I really appreciate you joining me. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, Devin, let's start things off with something really exciting that you're part of and, and our listeners and viewers, I'm sure, are going to be interested in. But you've teamed up with Bud Light and Bobby Wagner for the Perfect Present program in honor of the NFL's first ever Christmas Day triple header. Let everyone know what's going on with that and how they can get involved. Yeah, I mean, we just partnered with um, Bud Light, you know, want to shine some light on uh, a fan, you know, a special fan. Um for this holiday and give away a signed game one jersey. And I think it's an easy way to win this jersey. You know, all you have to do is tweet uh, hashtag Bud Light present and hashtag sweet states at Bud Light. And I think you can find yourself entered in to win a jersey and obviously two tickets to the uh, home game uh, January the 1st. I think that's a cool gig and it's an easy. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to do nothing. Just pick up your phone and send a tweet out. Yeah, it absolutely does not get any easier than that. And, and what an incredible gift that uh, some fans are going to be able to win. It's really fun. It's really unique. And, you know, for some fans, they'll get that once-in-a-lifetime gift out of it. But obviously, having watched and played football your whole life, you have certain players that you looked up to and you emulated. Which player's game-worn jersey would you have wanted if you got to pick one that, you know, one from a player that you ever watched? Um... Uh, from the top of my head, I would love to have a game-worn Patrick Willis jersey. He was one of the best, wasn't he? Just absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, I definitely respect this game from a long time. You know, I always watch this. I still watch his highlights before the game. Just, you know, just him, just his tenacity, just getting to the ball and making plays, man. I think he's one of those one-in-life, one-in-a-lifetime player uh, linebackers. Yeah, no doubt. And, of course, the Bucs are going to play the Arizona Cardinals as the final game of this Christmas Day triple or uh, yeah, triple header that kind of sparked this big giveaway. So, to you, what's the best part about playing on Christmas as the primetime main event of the day? Um, I, I think um, it's pretty special because, obviously, you know, everybody getting together with their families and, you know, what, what's better than the open gifts and watch football all day. So, you know, just being the last game, you know, the finale, you know, being on TV, uh, you want obviously you want to go out there and put on the show. You know, you want to kind of make yourself known. You know, prime times are the game where the stars shine, come alive. So it's just a thankful for another opportunity to, you know, to uh, be able to show the world what I can do, especially this team. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's going to be a fun, exciting game. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Kyler Murray's going to be there, and, and he's yeah. always exciting to watch, and I'm sure he'd be exciting to go up against. But before we get to Christmas, there is a game this weekend with some familiar faces for you, uh, both from your days with the Bucs and then, of course, your days with LSU. We have to talk about Joe Burrow. He's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. What makes him so special? Uh, I mean, he one of the best overall quarterbacks in the league. You know, just been watching tape on him. I think um, just his will, man, that guy got a will to win. You know, he's one of those – those young Tom Brady's like he going to be around for a long time and he going to put his uh, team in positions to win. You know, like uh, the, the Bengals know that they got their franchise guy up in Joe Burrow. And I, mean, I think each year he's just been getting smarter and smarter, you know, just finding ways and, you know, getting more and more comfortable with how he wants to run the offense and, you know, with his reads and checks. So, man, I really hats off to him. He's playing a, a great ball right now. Yeah, and of course you were you were teammates with Burrow at LSU, and now you're teammates with the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Are there any similarities between the two quarterbacks that the average common fan wouldn't be able to notice just from watching them play? Oh, I say um obviously you don't know how much a guy um time a guy puts in, you know, at his craft, but uh obviously those guys, they's one of the, they're one of those, I'm gonna beat you to the building, I'm gonna be the last one to leave type of guys. And you know, I think that that's really what starts with it. You know, uh, you got to put in the work to get the results. And, and both of those guys are two are two guys that are doing just that. So I just looking on the outside, you know, some guys you might think they just roll out the bed, go to practice and they just good. But now those guys are actually putting in the work. And I seen it firsthand from both of those guys. With being at LSU, Joe was a grad transfer, so he didn't have much class. So he was always you know, dissecting film and just trying to find ways to get better. And then, you know, obviously Tom, man, he's up here, first one in the building and probably like still here right now. And we've been done for work, you know, from for probably 1230. Well, another electric player that was a former teammate of yours that's lining up on the other side of the field is Jamar Chase. Have you spoken with Carlton or or any of the guys in the secondary about your time with Jamar and, and any tips that you might have for them having to to try to contain that guy? No, I just told our corners um, that, you know, he said that that island out there that they're going to be playing on is his, you know, and I just said that just to give them some spark, you know, because obviously DBs always, you know, claim their side of the field as their island. 
And, you know, I, I said, you know, I just kind of like sparked him up that he said that that's his island this weekend just to get those guys going, try to give them an edge and give them something to think about. Because at the end of the day, you know, playing with Jamar, knowing how great of a player he was in college and he is right now in the NFL, I'm taking my guys over him all day. You know, I'm taking my guys over him, taking my quarterback over Joe Burrow. So I think it'll be a fun matchup and it'll be exciting. And I, I know we're going to do what we have to do to come through with a win. Yeah, I love to hear that. It's it's definitely going to be an exciting game. There's a reason it's it's one of the nationally televised ones. It's it's definitely going to be uh quite the entertaining game. And Devin, I want to rewind the clock a little bit to earlier this year and and you were speaking with the media about needing to find your love of the game again. And it it seems since then you have been able to do exactly that and you've returned to being the guy that won the defensive player of the month back in September. What changed for you that helped you back, you know, to get back on the road to the player that you want to be and know that you can be? Yeah, I I just feel like at a point um, in the season, you know, I had a lot of off the field things going on that was really just hindering from me just being so dialed in like I'm normally am with football that literally I had to, you know, piece myself, wake up and realize like, hey, don't um, mess up on this great opportunity ahead of you, you know, getting to go play with your brothers on Sundays because you got other things going on. Obviously, you handle those things when you leave, but when you dialed in, you need to, you know, when you're doing football-related things, you need to be all the way dialed in. You can't be, you know, worried about other stuff, whether it was bad or good that was going on because, obviously, when I'm playing football, I got a job to do, and I need to execute at a high level. So I just had to uh, snap back into reality and just, you know, make sure that I was uh, doing right by myself and put myself in the best position to be successful. And once I did, and once I did that, man, I was able to just get back to being who I am, loving the game, playing with a lot of energy, having fun, you know, just getting back to being myself. Because, man, I've been loving this game since a little kid. I don't know if it'll ever leave. You know, I think the game going to have to make me leave it alone. I don't think I ever just walk away from it on my own. So I just had to get back to being that guy. And once I found myself being that guy, then obviously the next is always, you know, history. You know, you go out there and you have fun and you make plays. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and it's one of those things that, you know, when you're playing at that level, it feeds into the rest of the guys on your side of the ball, right? And we had the opportunity to speak with a former teammate of yours, Rob Gronkowski, just a couple of days ago. And he was talking about how somebody on the offense needs to kind of take over a game and that kind of explosion can spread and trickle throughout the rest of the offense. And given the the talent that this team has, you know, on, on both sides of the ball, but specifically right now, the offense, is that something you can see happening where one guy just really starts to get hot and it just leads to a full blown momentum for the offense to really start to play the way that we've come to know them playing the last couple of years? Yeah, I think, I think um, that was big. Like, you know, I feel like, Energy, great energy trickle down to other people to cause more great energy. And you put all that great energy together. Now you're having fun and you you're doing things right and you also having fun. And I, and I tell Chris Godwin that all the time, like, you know, when y'all get first downs, why y'all don't celebrate? Like I watch all throughout the league, you know, people celebrate, do something big after they get a first down, do some signature, and then just get everybody going, you know. And I and I and I kind of told Leonard Fournette. I want him to be that guy. You know, he's getting back a little more healthy. I was like, be that guy that everybody lean on, that you bring that energy to the offense right now. Because, I mean, obviously y'all need it. Like, y'all, 
you know, trying to find yourselves. And obviously you could be a big spark with running and catching the ball and obviously uh, blocking because you do a lot of um, pass pro. Just be that extra spark when you, you know, get a five-yard run. Man, get up and celebrate it like it was a 60-yard touchdown. And that'll, and that'll make the old lineman be positive. Like, oh, I back happy. You know, he just got five yards. And that'll kind of spark him, man. I, and I think that really does play a factor in uh, playing this game right here. Yeah, absolutely, and and of course, Bucks fans are are dying to see that on the uh, on the offensive side of the ball. The defense has been holding it down, but you know everyone's looking for more on on the offense. But once again, Devin, I want to thank you so much for some of your time. Tell everyone once again how they can get involved in the Perfect Present program that you're a part of uh, in a partnership with Bud Light and with uh, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, all they got to do is tweet um, hashtag Bud Light Present and hashtag Sweet States at Bud Light and get yourself a chance to enter and win. All right. Well, Devin, good luck to you guys this weekend, and have a very Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you, too. Have a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thanks. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and more. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite Cabernet or Chardonnay or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide and all the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. Love what you find only at Total Wine and more. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Drink responsibly, B21. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Thank you again to Devin White for joining the show. And of course, make sure all of you are entering in to win a signed game-used jersey and two tickets to the game on New Year's Day. What an awesome, awesome opportunity for someone out there who will inevitably win it. Why not be one of our listeners? So make sure that you are entering. It is prediction time for the Buccaneers and Bengals game this weekend. Of course, David is not here, so I get to hog all of the things for uh, for the predictions here in this segment. I'm going to start with my bold prediction, and that is going to be that Chris Godwin is going to set a career high for receptions in a game. Now, he just set his career high last season against the Atlanta Falcons with 15 catches on 17 targets. He is going to break that mark in this game. I talked in the first segment about the injuries there at corner for the Cincinnati Bengals. I personally get the feeling that Eli Apple is going to be the guy lining up across from Chris Godwin. And if that's the case, it's going to be a big, big day for Chris Godwin. Maybe he's the guy that sparks something in the offense that takes over the game and lets that energy trickle down. And hopefully if, you know, Devin got his ear enough, we'll see a couple of first down celebrations on some key catches out of Chris Godwin. My, Predictive player of the game is the guy that you just heard from. And I will be honest, he was going to be my player of the game before he did the interview with me, but he has to be the guy that is flying all over the field. Got to slow down Joe Mixon. Got to slow down Samaj P. Ryan. All right. And he has to be that guy in the absence of Vita Vea. You know what else he has to do in the absence of Vita Vea? He has to generate pressure on Joe Burrow. He needs to be that blitzing linebacker that can get through the line with a lot of speed, get in Joe Burrow's face, force some errant passes, get a sack, 
maybe a sack and a half and really keep the pressure up. So a lot of things are going to be asked of Devin White in this game. He's going to have to step up big, and I think he's ready to do exactly that. We're going to take a look around the league with some lines, thanks to our friends at betonline.net who have more odds, props, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. David won last week. Um, we both picked the Seahawks, both picked the Eagles, both picked the Bengals. We both picked the Cowboys minus the 17, but he picked the Lions. I picked the Vikings. I didn't know at the time that uh, Kirk Cousins was 0-3 against the uh, worst pass defense in the NFL in his career. So, But David didn't pick this week, so I'm going to win by default. Uh, if he gets none right and I only get one right, that makes me the winner. So let's start things off with some Saturday football. The Minnesota Vikings are three-and-a-half-point road favorites visiting the Indianapolis Colts. I will take the Vikings in that one. The Colts just, they're they're a hot mess, and I wish they were better. You know, I have nothing against the Colts, but, yeah, I, I get the feeling that Justin Jefferson's going to have himself a day, as is Dalvin Cook. The Philadelphia Eagles are nine-point road favorites traveling to Chicago. I will take the Eagles in this game. I don't know if I would take the nine points. Uh, there's going to be a whole lot of running and keeping plays alive from Justin Fields. There won't be a Chase Claypool on the field for the Chicago Bears. He was ruled out. So I think the Eagles win this one, but I think it's a little bit closer than a nine-point spread. The New York football giants are four-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against the Washington Commanders. Give me Heineke. Give me McLaurin. Give me Dotson. Give me the Commanders. Uh, the tie was a fluke. I think the Commanders had this one locked and loaded. And finally, some primetime football. The Los Angeles Rams, seven-point underdogs traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers when the schedule makers slotted this one in. They were like, man, what a great game this is going to be. No, these are two bad football teams. But Christian Watson is a beast. He's actually starting to get it together, get used to the offense, and he has become an absolute problem for opposing defenses. I will take the Packers. That brings us to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as three-and-a-half-point home underdogs against the Cincinnati Bengals, winner of winners of five in a row, seven of their last eight. And believe it or not, after an 0-2 start, losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers, losing to the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott, they still have a chance at getting the number one seed. And beating the Buffalo Bills here in a couple of weeks will go a long way in doing so. This is the longest win streak that the Cincinnati Bengals have had since 2015 when they opened the season 8-0. and For those that haven't heard the crossover with David, joined by Locked On Bengals hosts James Rapine and Jake Liskow, make sure you go back and listen to that. But David did drop his score prediction in that one where he picked the Bengals to win 31 to 21. I unfortunately will also be taking the Bengals in this game. I hope I'm wrong. And 
you just heard Devin White say that they know what they need to do to get out of there with a win, and they believe that they will. I hope he's right and I'm wrong, but this Bengals team is something else right now. They, even without Trey Hendrickson, even without you know some of their corners, even without Hayden Hurst, they are something right now, and it's it's been impressive. So I will take the Bengals 31 to 17. Want to thank you again for making Locked On Box your first listen or view of the day. For your second listen, check out the biggest headlines in all sports with Locked On Sports Today. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcast. I want to thank Devin White of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers once again for joining the show. Much appreciative on this and always a pleasure speaking with him. We will be, or well, I will be back with a live episode shortly after the conclusion of the Bucks and Bengals, just like we did following the Niners and the Bucks last week. We will be live on YouTube about half hour, 45 minutes after the conclusion of the game. So make sure that you are subscribed to the channel so that you can comment in the live chat and, of course, Join in on the conversation. Check out everything David's doing at BucksGameDay.com. Check out what I'm doing at BucksNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at Harrison Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. <laughs>